0: Welcome to Podcasters on Purpose. This is Debbie Day, your host, and today I am so excited and delighted to have Adam Shidley joining us. Adam, aka the PAT, previously heavy dude, is the host of the top ranked fitness podcast, The Million Pound Mission. He reached a point in his life where he weighed 327 pounds and was already having weight related health issues in his late 20s. He decided to overhaul his lifestyle and his fitness and ended up losing over 100 pounds. Feeling inspired, he took what he learned from his own transformation journey and created a boot camp program that produced over 35,000 pounds of results in his hometown of Bloomington, Indiana. Now, Adam has set his sights on inspiring over 1 million pounds of healthy results through his podcasts, coaching program, and the Million Pound Mission Boot Camp. He's a super inspiring, awesome guy. And today, he's here to talk to us about Instagram for podcasters super excited to have you on the show today welcome adam
1: debbie thank you so much i'm fired up you are somebody that i've been connected with for a little while now and i enjoy combining our energies it's always awesome
0: so awesome and i have to say like i just want your voice to be the voice of podcasting (laughs) (laughs) i love your voice i love having it on my show
1: the voice of podcasting by adam of podcasting
0: So I don't know how you do that. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I'd love to start today. I definitely am so excited about this topic because I think it's you know it's definitely becoming one of my favorite platforms for social media. And it's such a great opportunity for growing your podcast. And I'd love to talk about your mission and how you kind of got into podcasting in the first place.
1: Yeah, well, I think like a lot of people that listen to your show, uh, you know, We have that purpose, we have that message burning inside of us, and it's almost at like an annoying level, right? Like, it's like this thing that I have to say, it's just gnawing at my soul, and it has to get out there. And I tried different methods of, you know, public speaking, blogging, things like that. And I found podcasting, and that allowed me to efficiently get some traction and build an audience and feel like I'm communicating with the right people. So, that is kind of why I launched my show and been doing Million Pound Mission for almost four years now. I'm coming up on my uh, podcast anniversary on casting the pod, one year podcast anniversary there coming up. And you know, Debbie, it's people like you and I that have so much to say. We we do more than one podcast, right? That's that's the cool thing to do.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. How could well you fall in love with it, right? And you want to just keep going and have more and more. It's amazing. So you have four hundred episodes, and you're one year in?
1: No, no, no. I've got 4 years of oh, Million four Pound years. Mission. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I, I wish I'd be I'd be much more busy uh, with casting the pod. <laughs> no, yeah, Sorry, we do we, we do an episode a week with uh, Casting the Pod and we do two per week with Million Pound Mission. So I'm approaching 300 episodes with Million Pound Mission and you know we're in that 50ish 52ish range with with Casting the Pod.
0: Getting close to 400, I have to say. And guys, just today, I apologize. I am cleansing. So my brain's skipping a few beats here. Just hang in here with me. But Adam's on full octane. So he's going to keep this all on track today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got triple energy, so we're good.
0: <laughs> he's like the literal, you know, that rock star drink. Yeah, that's him. Yes. So I'm start talking then about Instagram for podcasters. So what had you kind of get started with even using that as a platform for growing your business and your show?
1: yeah, I mean that's the important question, right, Debbie, because I think a lot of podcasters are like, well, I need to be on social media and all the cool kids are on this platform. So that's where I go. And I, I feel like that's an okay step, but I don't feel like it's the like the maximized step. And so we have to dial it back one beat there and say, all right, who is my audience and where are they at? Because there's a lot of people that are focused on their message, but we don't know who we're trying to deliver that message to. And that's the important thing, right? Otherwise, we're just yelling into a microphone. And that's why a lot of newer podcasters are feeling those crickets on the other end. Like, my dog, my dog and my mom are listening. Not many other downloads outside of that inner circle. So we've got to find out who are we speaking to? What are their pain points? How are we serving them and serving those pain points and then where are they showing up at on social media and that's where you go so i did some research and i was just getting a lot of interaction via instagram uh, health especially is really really big on instagram so health fitness influencers you know people know they can go there to to interact with people in my space so that's where i went and i started at zero and and just started experimenting i did a few different courses you know, there are a lot of tips, like you gotta do certain things with your profile. And here's how many times you should post, and here are the times that you should post, and things like that. And you know, I I did all that stuff, and I got my account up to like 500 followers or a thousand followers, and then I started going into like ninja move mode of okay, how do I stand out on Instagram? How do I do things differently that other people are not doing? How do I get into that guerrilla marketing mode? And that's when we went from like a thousand-ish to over 10,000. Now we're at 11,000 followers on Instagram and really actively connecting with my audience. So long answer short, first step is you have to figure out who your audience is and where they're showing up. And then you go to that platform and start showing up for them with a message that's going to serve them.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. And it's so important. I think so many times you are right. We're just like, okay, we're starting out. I want to do a podcast and here's what I want to talk about. And I really don't know... (laughs) That's where a lot of people start, right? I know for me, when I was starting out, it was just to kind of overcome the fear of, you know, I have a spiritual side too. So, I was going to share that online and I was scared about that. And so, I literally, my podcast platform was a safe space to start sharing a part of myself I hadn't shared. And so, I think it can be, and then you figure out, oh, wait, now I I need to really focus in more on who it is that's listening in and, and go from there. So, I think that's so true in what we do. And that's the other podcast, not this one, obviously. That's the spiritual entrepreneur. So I'd love to talk about how do you grow your influence on Instagram? Like let's say, let's just start from newbie because yep. I think that'll be helpful. And and if you're advanced, hang on, buckle up because Adam is going to take you there too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you're in newbie if you're a newbie and you're wanting to start to kind of maybe like either new to podcasting and Instagram and you're wanting to like bring that out and grow your audience. So what do you do? Where do you start? Aside from, you know, your audience, then what do you do? Right, right.
1: So I think it might be good to cover the big four of Instagram because a lot of people, there are four avenues that you can actually interact with people on Instagram. And usually people gravitate towards a couple of those and then not so much the other ones. So right now we've got Instagram posts. That's just like what you're used to putting up on Facebook. You post a picture or an image and you write some stuff below it and people can comment. That's a post. But they also have Instagram stories. And Instagram story is the story behind stories, Debbie, is that uh, (laughs) Facebook went to Snapchat and tried to buy the company. Snapchat said no. And Facebook, you know, the freaking like Battle Galactica, the Death Star that they are, you know, (laughs) they went and said, Yeah, yeah, we're going to form our own thing that's going to make Snapchat obsolete. So they created Instagram Stories. So, so it's the exact same thing as Snapchat. You've got mm. the filters, you can do the little posts that go away after 24 hours. You can post it to somebody and then once they watch it it goes away. But it's a, a scrolling feed of every 24 hours new content is usually posted by by people like myself and you can go and kind of get a little behind the scenes look on what people are doing images, little video clips. You know, once you cross 10,000 followers, you can do a swipe up direct link to your episodes and things like that. So that's a 24-hour little uh, snapshot of what's going down with you, your podcast, whatever you're promoting. So that's Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. Then we have Instagram live. So it's just like Facebook live or YouTube live. It's Instagram's version of live casting. And that is done in the same area as the Instagram stories So people. Sometimes people are like, where the heck do I find Instagram live? It's in the same area as Instagram stories. So that's the third area of Instagram where you can connect with your audience. You can go live and I'll give you a tip about lives. I'll give you an example of what Debbie and I did when her episode of my show came out. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that. But then the fourth area of Instagram that you can connect with your audience is Instagram TV. So IGTV is kind of Instagram's play on YouTube. And this is where you can put more long form uh, curated content where you are you know, talking on a topic for 10 minutes or maybe you put out an episode on cleansing. You're know, doing a cleanse like what Devi's doing right now and <laughs> put out an episode about that and it's an hour long, but you want to hit the main bullet points and you create a five or 10 minute video and you post that Instagram TV and you can put the link to your episode right below that and say, to dive deeper on this, just click the link below and and there's the full episode. So those are the four areas that we can interact and connect with our audience as podcasters on Instagram. And so I'll just put my brakes there. Debbie, are we good so far?
0: Yeah, we're doing great. Yeah. And you can keep leading if there's more that you want to say around that. Like,
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about just some ways that we can use these four areas as podcasters. And that's Like, that's what I really wanted to focus on is like, all right, as a podcaster, how can I grow my audience? How can I monetize? How can I get more opt-ins, more downloads? What are some ways that I can do that and just connect with our audience, right? That's that's what it's all about. We are yelling into the microphone to connect with people and actually, you know, impact them. That's what it's all about. So how do we do that with these four platforms? So the easiest way is obviously the Instagram post. That's where, you know, we want to give people... I get the question all the time, Adam, should I have a personal account and a podcast account separate? Mm-hmm. What do you suggest? And I feel like that's personal preference. You know, personally, if you guys are on Instagram, you can look at my account, it's million pound mission, and it's everything. It's my it's both my podcast, it's my personal life. I got pictures of my kids up there, my dog, when I do something funny, whatever, but I do my podcast promo on there as well. That's just my personal preference. I like everything in one hub.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too.
1: Yeah. So you, you release a new episode, and I just did a cool interview with Michael Hyatt. And I have a nice image and I, I put it up there and I have a little description. Now, here's the key thing no matter where we're posting, I feel like one of the biggest mistakes podcasters make on social media is they post like their image and it looks good, but it's kind of like, hey, check out the new episode. It's super cool. And there's no like real, we're not giving somebody a reason to actually click the link or find the link or listen to the episode other than here's the new episode. It's cool or you know, you should check this out. You know, please check it out. So the call <laughs> to action, I like no matter where I'm at on Instagram or on social and period, Brendan Burchard is one of my my marketing heroes. I love mm-hmm. that guy.
0: Me too. He me
1: talks too. about wow. using the have you ever question or do you ever question. So if you look at one of my social media posts, especially on something like an Instagram post, it'll lead off with you know, so with Michael Hyatt, I talked a lot about finding time to focus on the things that we want to focus on. So I said, all right, uh, do you ever wish that you had another hour in the day that you could use to reinvest in you? So I get people to opt into the idea that I'm going to kind of promote or solve. So that's how my post always starts. And then we let them know what they're going to learn in the episode and why they should listen to it and not just it's super cool. So start with that. Have you ever question? and enroll from there. So that's my main tip, you know, it's very basic, but that's what I use for promoting the episode on a regular Instagram post. Now, on the Instagram story, that's where you can, you know, promote your episodes, but again, I take it one step further. and I'm going to give you guys my best guerrilla marketing Instagram tip to get more opt-ins, get more downloads on your episode and just build your audience. So, yes. this is something I totally just rigged myself and figured out. So that last tip that I gave you, the have you ever question, I post that as its own screen on Instagram stories. So what that means is for about 15 seconds, it's just going to be on a screen by itself. So I'll say, you know, do you ever wish that you had an extra hour every day to reinvest in yourself? Then what I do is you're able to put up a poll that says yes or no. And people can click and you can change it from like Heck yes, or no way. You're you're stupid. Or, you know you can make those. <laughs> I usually keep it basic, yes or no, unless I have a very cheeky, funny answer, which I try to search for. But sometimes it's just not there. <laughs> so you can even put emojis there or whatever. So thumbs up, thumbs down. But you put that poll underneath the question, the have you ever question, and then the next screen, the next 15 second Instagram story screen is your episode promo. And then you can follow up and and do a little video like, here's why you should listen. So you're kind of answering that question. You're saying, do you have this issue? Here's my solution to the issue. Here's the call to action where you can go to listen and learn about solving this issue. So that works in and of itself to get more people to check out your show. The way that I level this up is I use this strategy. So when people opt in yes or no on that poll, Mm -hmm. you can actually see. The people that are answering yes or no. And you can message them directly. All right. So, Mm, brilliant. You can say, All right, everybody that answers yes, I can cut and paste a little message that says, Hey, John, I just saw that you answered yes in the poll. The episode is the bomb. You have to listen to it. Here's the direct link. Check it out. And just do a few of those. You can have a VA do this. You can't do like, I think it's like 15 to 20 in a row in rapid succession. Then Instagram's like, hey, are you a bot? <laughs> so uh, you've <laughs> got to kind of slow your roll, but you can do this. You can have a VA do it, and but just kind of space it out a little bit. But wait, like, if you're promoting a free mini course or a webinar opt-in, this is where you can really, really ramp things up where you put up a have you ever question that your webinar is going to answer. You get them to opt-in yes or no as far as just like clicking on the button. Then you do a follow-up message And saying, hey, make sure you, here's the link to that webinar. It's gonna be amazing. I want you to check it out. Let me know if you have any questions. And just that follow up, I get a huge response on that. And then, Debbie, are you ready to level it up even one more step? Do it, bring it. All right. So instead of a text follow up, I will send a voice follow up. Which stands out because people are getting messages. You know, it's like if you aren't experienced on Instagram, most people are experienced with like Facebook Messenger, and there's just a lot of text in there. So Instagram is the same way, but if you get a voice message, it's just a blue play button. And who does not want to click on that blue play button, Debbie? I mean, it's like, (laughs) they're like, I don't know what this says. I have no idea what this person is saying. And if they are from your podcast audience, they're used to hearing your voice. And then when you mm. their name now you can't cut and paste this, but it's super easy. Just hit the little record button and go 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 go. Just down the list. Hey, I saw you answered yes on this. Make sure you hit the webinar. It's tomorrow night. Here's the link. Uh, I'll post it, and then you can copy and paste that in the next message, or you can say it's on the next screen over. But that little voice button, that uh, voice message button, really stands out in people's inbox. So you can take this to whatever level you want to take it at, but this strategy is huge for getting opt-ins, downloads, all that stuff.
0: That's awesome, Adam. Can you put in like a Bonjour? Like, you know, they have those little apps like Bonbon bon or yeah. Bonjour or and put like a video message to them if you you're more video. on video. Yeah. Yeah. You, can, you can do, do videos
1: video? the exact same way as you do the the voice.
0: For those of us that if anyone has a video podcast and they, you know, I personally would probably do audio myself. That's amazing. I love that. I love that.
1: And it stands out. So another strategy for podcasters in the similar vein, if you are trying to get like bigger name guests on your show, yeah, use the same strategy with the voice or video message, because these people are getting hundreds, if not thousands, of text messages on Instagram every day. Oh, you know, you should be on my show. You're fancy and famous. Come on, my show. (laughs) That blue button it stands out. I've got. That's how I got Michael Hyatt. What he's promoting something new and I posted a testimonial for one of his his previous books, and I I posted a swipe-up link. And then, so he sees my name pop up a couple of times, and then I I left him a a voice message inviting him to be on my show, and boom, he came on my show. And I had tried for two years, Debbie, to get him on, and this is the thing that worked. Wow. So that was a big lesson that I learned, but those voice and video messages inside of the Instagram direct messenger that is the way to go if you're trying to get somebody's attention. And that's what we're all trying to do.
0: That's brilliant. I love that. So I have a couple questions myself. I'm just going to ask you these totally because I'm sure someone else will have them also. So for the IG live versus say like your stories, the IG lives hang around and stories go away. Okay. So can you talk a little bit about that and the difference?
1: Yes. Let's talk about Instagram Live. I'm going to give you guys that tip that I promised that Debbie and I have already implemented yes. and we'll, we'll implement for this episode as well. So Instagram Live hangs around, you do a live cast and it hangs around inside of your Instagram story for 24 hours. And what it actually looks like, for those of you that are familiar with Instagram, the lives and the stories are the little like circle bubbles above the main Instagram feed. So at the top of your phone that you're looking at, they're little circles it's a live, it will say live. If it's just a story, it's just a circle without the word live on it. So if I have Instagram stories that are active and I've done Instagram live, I'll have two bubbles up there, which is not a bad thing when you're trying to stay relevant in somebody's feed and it'll push you to the top of the list. The more often you're posting in your stories and going live. So let's say you have a hundred people that you're following and 10 of them are going live Pretty regularly, those 10 will be the first 10 people you see in your Instagram story and your Instagram live feed. So they get pushed to the the front screen. Does that make sense, Debbie?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you definitely okay. want to be going live and having stories. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you always want stories going. Just even if it's just cat picture or something. Just put something out there and then, you know, you don't want it to be meaningless, <laughs> you, you want to try to add value, but never have an empty story. <laughs> so that's another tip. So with the Instagram live, the ninja move that I've created and discovered is that the Instagram algorithm really likes it when you go live, but it really, really likes it when you do a split screen interview live. So that means what I do for my podcast is I say, all right, we just finished our interview. You know, Here's when your episode is going to be released. I would love to do a split screen follow-up interview with you. It'll just take 10 or 15 minutes on the day or a couple days after the episode's released. My audience can show up and ask you questions directly. It's a huge win for your guest. It's another value add because they get direct connection with your audience. Your audience has already listened to the episode. They're coming ready with questions. We are building them up as an expert at another level. And our audience loves it because they get to ask direct questions of our expert and ourselves. And then it's good for us because of the algorithm that happens. So when I go live and when I pull Devi into my feed and it's super easy, I'll walk Mm -hmm. you guys through it. So when I'm live and I pull her into the feed, the algorithm sees Adam as being live and Debbie as being live. So it's alerting all my people. Adam is live. Adam is live. But we're also alerting all Debbie's people. Debbie is live. Debbie is live. And our audiences show up in one area and there's a little bubble that has my face and Debbie's face. All they have to do to follow my account is just click on my face or Debbie's face to follow her account. And it's super, super easy. And just to give you an example of the power of this, I went live with a couple named Matt and Mega. Their podcast is Keto for Normies. It's super cool. You guys should check it out. They're from Keto Connect and they've got a massive audience. So at the time, it was like 300,000 followers on Instagram. And when I went live, like it was like the New York Stock Exchange stock ticker going with the comments. It was just like flying across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And they are my ideal audience. So their people vibe with my message. And a lot of their people had not heard my message yet. So I did this follow-up interview with them for 15 minutes. And at the end of that 15 minutes, I had over 300 new followers on Instagram that were like targeted, ideal audience members. And these are people that are now buying things from me and purchasing my coaching. So I mean, it's like I said, it's value it's a triple win for the guest, for us as the, the host, and also for our audience. But it's a great way to grow your Instagram following as well and your podcast audience in general. And if you're doing it right, you're going to be picking up just highly targeted, ideal members of people that you can, you know, that podcast listener avatar that we all talk about. These are the people that are coming on board and, you know, hopping over to your account to check out what you have to say. So that is, uh, you know, Debbie and I did this for her episode on Casting the Pod. We'll do this again for this episode. But as a podcaster, if you are not doing live follow-up interviews, I feel like you're really missing the boat and you got to start doing it.
0: That's awesome, Adam. I love this. And how do you get the questions? I was curious because you were asking me questions and I was like, he's like, we have these questions for... And I was like, where did he get those?
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's different ways to do it. Yeah. My audience knows that I do this. Like they okay. are well trained. So they just start sending me direct messages. And, you know, sometimes people pop up in the feed and they have questions live and we'll we'll do as many of those as possible. It does get hectic sometimes when like they just start flying in and the feed start scrolling up and down. And I'll try to, you know, scroll up in the feed and I'll I'll flip my camera and then oh my God, I gotta flip the camera back. <laughs> so it's part of my charm. I screw things up when I go live. Authenticity, all in the name of authenticity. Yes. Right? So you uh, you just have to be, you know, aware of your, your skill set. I prefer to have people send me a direct message. Then I, I usually send them a voice message back, thanking them for their questions. So it's an extra connection point. And that's the way that I roll. But a lot of people just go live and do live Q and A. You know, I feel like as a podcaster, it, you should be doing a live show on social media every week anyway, whether you're doing an interview or not. Like every Tuesday night, I'm doing something. Every Thursday, I'm doing something. No matter if I've got a guest or not, I can just go in there and teach or do live q and Obviously, I'll post and promote that a little bit more if I need people to show up and do q and I think, Debbie, you'd be really, really good at this. One of the least utilized strategies is the live Q&A where you pull that person in and do a split screen like we did. So imagine instead of another podcaster, it's just another audience member and they get some FaceTime with you. And people are a little bit nervous about it at first, but you break, <laughs> you break the ice. You may have to plant one or two, Debbie. <laughs> but, <laughs> but all they have to do, is you don't need an external app or anything to do a split screen. All you do is you have the person leave a comment. You can click on their comment and it will give you the option to pull them into the feed split screen. When you're done with them, there's an X, you click that and they go away. It's that simple. There's nothing outside of Instagram you need to use. So that's another plus. But I think I've done this a few times And the audience really, really enjoys it where, you know, I admit, I planted the first couple. I'm like, you need to ask a question and you need to ask a question. Be camera ready. It's going to happen. And I'm going (laughs) to call on you. And then that just got the ice broken. Then people started rolling in with questions. I'd pull them in. We'd be like, wow, I'm talking to you face-to-face. This is so neat. But it's all about that connection and letting people know that we're real. We really want to help them. We really want to connect with them. And we just got to find those avenues that allow us to do that and show people like, yes, I'm authentic and I'm here to help. And that just levels us up in their mind, and that creates those you know type of connections and those super fans that that we want to create
0: well, what a gift too to to us podcasters too, because so often we don't always hear the impact of the show or anything, and it's a great like feedback loop for what people are getting out of it exactly when you're announcing this, so do you announce like in a story that you're going to be going live like when you first start out? obviously, your people are well trained. But like, let's say you're starting out. Do you suggest, you know, hey, going live with so-and-so in a story or do you like post it in your feed or like, or do you send it in your emails? Like what's the best way to, or all the above? I do everything.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll tie a note around a little yeah. pigeon's foot and send it out <laughs> and tell everyone, drop my flyers across the town.
0: Bring them here. Yeah.
1: You've got to put a post up, an Instagram post. So if you're going live on Instagram, you want to post in and announce on Instagram primarily you can put up something on Facebook, but you have to be like, this is happening on Instagram and then put your link there. And sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, so I will do an image. I'll put up an Instagram post with an image and then I'll put something in my story. Sometimes I'll just screenshot that image and then I'll do a little video, follow up behind it. Here's what I'm going to talk about. Here's why I should show up. And again, just train people, be consistent with it. Like people know, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, Adam's going live. Just be ready. It's going to happen. I love it. Yeah. And that way you get them trained in. And a lot of podcasters, my friend, Mike, that does the Wise Advice podcast, his name is Mike Daggett. And he is known as Fat Dag because he's lost 90 pounds. Wow. But he's a big Weight Watchers guy. He's like the man in Weight Watchers. So what he does, he goes live several nights per week across all social media platforms. And all at the same time, by the way, he's the one that taught me the multi-phone technique. Were you at New Media Summit when we talked about this, Debbie? Yes. Uh And so just a quick side note, I got a bunch of old iPhones and I go live on all social media platforms all at once, all on different iPhones pointed at me. So Tuesday night, 8pm, you just got to show up, you see the magic happen all across (laughs) social media. But Mike goes live everywhere. But he's also recording into Audacity or or GarageBand or whatever he uses. That's his podcast episode. He takes that audio... Awesome. That's his podcast episode. So, as podcasters, we have to think about multitasking like that, leveraging our material and the content that we're putting out. You know, so be thinking along those lines. I know what some of you guys are thinking like, Adam, I've been trying Facebook. Now I have to do Instagram because fear of missing out. I've got to do it now. And now I've got to go live and I've got to do all these things. So, look at just like, you know, the building blocks and start with just being, if your audience is on Instagram, let's get some lives going. Let's let them know that you're going to show up regularly. I feel like that's going to be a really good starting point and then uh, kind of build from there. So I'm not trying to overwhelm you too much, but I'm just giving you some different ideas.
0: I love it. And that's a really good point about the multiple platforms. So I see things pop up all the time about, you know, do you want to share this to Facebook? Whenever I try and do something on Instagram, it'll show up over. Do you recommend... Cross sharing that way, or do you recommend the multiple phone strategy? Like, <laughs> what's the best for that?
1: With the multiple phone strategy, the reason I do that is that it's a fact that each algorithm for each social media, you're going to get more juice from each algorithm if it's native content in that platform. Yeah. So there are apps that you can say, Oh, I'm, I'm live here, and then it blasts it out everywhere, but that's seen as a shared broadcast. Mm. And Facebook doesn't like anything that's not you know native to Facebook. <laughs> I even have multiple Facebook groups that I go live in individually like that because I notice that if I go live from my personal page or my business page and share it into one of the groups, it hardly gets any likes or eyeballs on it at all. So I dedicate a phone to my main Facebook groups. And so each of those gets its own phone. So I've got five or six phones and then I've got two computers and I just blast away. Wow. So on Tuesday night, everybody that's following me on multiple platforms is like, my phone is going crazy with notifications. Adam is live. Adam is live. I'm like, I'm just hustling. hustling."
0: He's alive. He's alive. 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 (laughs) So I have to ask you a question about that. Because this whole like multiple phone thing. So do you like push all the buttons at once? Like How do you get them going? You just go in sequential, like push, 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 push. And they're all up. Like how How do you do that? What's the whole difference, right?
1: Honestly, you just gave me a great idea. What I'll do... Mm-hmm. is I will probably talk my eight-year-old son into doing this. I will have him video me live doing all the live launch stuff. And that way it'll show up as like a bonus little video. So
0: Awesome. Can we post that in the show notes?
1: For sure. Okay. For sure. But it's basically... So I know one of the questions I get a lot with the, when I talk about this is, do you have all these phones active? Are you paying for like phone service and all these phones? No. <laughs> no. I am a minimalist. I would never do that. So the phone is a computer. And so you can connect to Wi-Fi and go live mm-hmm. off a phone and just have the Facebook app downloaded, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And so it, it works fine for that. But there's no like phone service. So I'm not paying for six different phones. The advantage I have is I own a fitness center. I actually ran a little promo. I'm like, bring in your old iPhone and I'll give you a month of membership. So I had all these people bringing me <laughs> all, their, all these old iPhones. So that's how I got hooked up with that. But What I would suggest and what Mike did is like every time they upgrade their phone, they don't get rid of the old one. They just keep it. And you can use that as another social media avenue that you can operate from when you go live. So That's brilliant. They have multi-phone mount things that you can use now. And I kind of just rigged mine up. But that's another little strategy. But basically, I will line them all up. I'll have my text put in there, my titles on Facebook and things like that. And then when it's go time, I'm just pressing the little red button, you know, and you go boom, 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 boom. And we're live everywhere. And it usually works. And, you know, in Indiana, our internet is run by like hamsters on a wheel. So if the hamster slows down a little bit, sometimes one of my feeds will drop. Uh, or if my daughter, she's going to bed and I'm like, Hannah, get off YouTube. Daddy's going live. But other than that, it, it works pretty good.
0: That's awesome. So where do you look? Do you look at all? You just kind of bounce. All right. I have to see this video. I have to see the video.
1: I I look, I kind of try to centrally locate all my stuff so that it's at least like it's not like a side shot, you know? Yeah. So it looks like I'm at least looking towards the camera. But people know that I do this. And again, it's part of my charm. Like sometimes it's like dominoes and the phones start falling over and then falls <laughs> to the next one and people are like laughing their butt off at me because all these, you know, errors happen because I've got six different you know, contact points going. Oh, I flip the screen on accident. I'm trying to comment to somebody. I do that all the time because I still have you know I've lost over 100 pounds, but I still have big guy fingers. You know, it's, <laughs> they're clumsy, but you know it's it's fun. And I know a lot of people are out there and they're kind of nervous about live, but it's a great way to hone your podcasting skills, your speaking, and level up your authenticity. There's nothing to hide. You know, you know, authenticity is huge in podcasting right now. And just letting people see you mess up and you know but also having that kind of positive pressure out there to to step up and perform and, and hone your craft a little bit speak a little bit more clearly and you know in my mind it's always go slower go slow you are the human <laughs> en- energy drink go slower go, exactly. go slower. Uh, so I, that's that's what i work on but you know everybody has that thing that we can work on and lives a great way to do it and connect with the people that we want to connect with
0: i think it's fantastic yeah i, I love that you're doing that and you know it's interesting cuz I think for some reason scares people more than recorded. But the truth is when you're doing live, I think that people don't expect it to be as perfect because they know you're live, right? So it's kind of okay just to, you know.
1: Oh, it's intense. Yeah. (laughs) I've interviewed a couple of people that do Facebook live interviews for their show. Like that's intense, Debbie, because you got the audience leaving comments. You got to make sure your feed's good. You got to make sure your sound's good. Like you need a third eyeball for a different screen, you know, just to to keep track of everything. So, like yeah. Shout out to my friend Kim O'Neill who does that. She interviewed me live on her show, and I was like, "Wow, this is impressive!" And she pulls it off, and I'm like, "That's that's a baller right there."
0: I have to tell you, I just this last week in the Pod Tribe over on Facebook, I decided to do a Summerfest series on the Spiritual Entrepreneur, and I did one day on you know Facebook Live through Zoom webinar for 13 people back to back, and. It was awesome, you know, but yeah. it was just interesting because there's so many things you have to track, and people are coming in, you got to pull them in, and then there's comments. And I just made sure I had breaks with the slide in the middle that I could pull up saying we're on break. But I did learn one thing about that. If you are doing multiple back to back interviews on Facebook through Zoom webinar, you want to make sure to start and stop the recording in between. I'm someone who just lets recording roll because I don't want to not yeah. push record. <laughs> and if you don't, you have one really long track for you. And a bunch of small tracks for all your guests, yeah, they don't line up. So you have to go through and micro edit all of that. And it's not fun. So not fun. Start stop. Start stop. So question about comments on Instagram then. So how do you with five different phones in your face <laughs> manage comments? Or do you? Like when do you interact in those? Like what would you suggest? Or
1: well, it's it depends on what you're doing. And a lot of times, like I said, my audience is kind of trained. If I'm doing a QA, and a then I'm scrolling through all of them and just getting crazy, you know, and I just do my best and they know I'm going to do my best. Sometimes I miss somebody, but it's not, you know, especially if you're just starting out, you'll kind of cut your teeth a little bit and build that muscle okay. as far as like being aware. If you've got a giant audience, like I said, it's going to look like a New York Stock Exchange <laughs> going through there and you're like, oh my God. And like, okay. So if you guys want to see what I'm talking about, you've got to follow Matt and Mega, the people that I talked about that I got 300 followers from in, in 15 minutes. They're almost a half a million people now. They go live on Instagram every day at 9 a.m. Eastern. And what? literally, just follow... It's I think it's keto.connect. Follow their account and just tune in live tomorrow. And it is nuts and... <laughs> They'll answer like 10 questions and there will literally be a thousand questions. They just kind of scroll through and they just had a new baby that's like six weeks old or something. And oh my god, Theo's in there like cooing and crying and stuff. And people just love it. And so that's another life strategy on Instagram that I know works for them is that they have, like you don't have to do it every day, but maybe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and there's a theme for each day, or maybe it's just Q&A each day, but you show up for your audience, they know that you're going to be there. They, you know, get hungry and they're... You know, we're putting ourselves up there as experts, Debbie, as podcasters. So we can play that role and really serve our audience and just let them interact with us. And it might start off with, you know, just a couple of people asking questions, but the more consistent we are, especially on social media, the audience will show up. And if we're putting good stuff out there, then it's going to build.
0: That's fantastic. And how long do you think those lives should be if you're going to do just kind of like episode interview, like around the episode on Instagram?
1: Okay, so great question. You come up with the best questions, Debbie. Thank you. You must be a veteran podcaster or something. I
0: must be or something. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> this is good. You're pulling the stuff out that your audience needs to hear. So, what I would suggest, what I've noticed from my own scientific research, I put on my goggles when I do my scientific research, so I look, and my white lab coat. So, you need to go at least 15 minutes because what I notice is when I cross 15 minutes I get a new boost of people coming in. So I feel like the algorithm goes, hey, still going live. Let's send some more people that direction. So crossing that 15-minute mark, you'll get that second wind. Do you have time for one more tip? It's a little bit advanced, but we can, yes, we can go there. Okay. All right. I call this the mini mastermind technique. All right. And it's a little bit advanced. You know, Get your groove with just going live and then get your groove with doing a split screen. But this is the next level and this works really, really well. What I will do is I will line up three experts on a topic. So I did one on overcoming adversity. I had three former podcast guests that all had stories of overcoming adversity. And I think as podcasters, we can all kind of say, oh, there's a theme that really resonates with my audience. And this is one of the themes that my audience really resonates with. So I line them up to come on in 15-minute intervals. All right. And so I go live with person A. We do the whole split screen thing and we teach. And at the end of that, I say, all right, everybody that's tuning in from Debbie's account, make sure that you click on my image and follow my account because next I've got Marcus. And you don't want to miss what Marcus has to say because da da, da 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 you promo the next person because if they aren't following your account, they won't see that next person. It goes away when Debbie goes away. So it's motivating them to click on my face, follow my account real quick. And then we go to person B. We pull them into the feed. Debbie goes away. Marcus comes on and we teach again. And da-da-da-da, we go through the 15 minutes. And also, we're kicking in the algorithm every 15 minutes. So that's nice as well. And we're pulling in a new algorithm from the new speaker. So it's like double. So wow. I talk with Marcus for 15 minutes. And at the end of that, okay, now we're wrapping up Marcus. And you guys don't want to miss Sean. He's coming on next. Make sure if you're following Marcus's account and not following mine, click on my face right now, or you will miss... Sean and also if you didn't hear Debbie earlier, here's what she talked about. The replay will be up in my story for the next 24 hours. You got to check out what Devi had to say. So you promo from both angles there. We take Marcus off. We go to Sean, pull him into the feed, split screen, do the same thing at the end of that. Did you guys miss Devi? Did you miss Marcus? Here's what they talked about. The story will be in my feed for the next 24 hours. You've got to check it out. Make sure you click on my face. And that way you can follow my account and the story will be up as soon as we get done talking. So you're always redirecting them to follow you because, you know, the fear of missing out, like you missed out on this already, or you're going to miss out on this. If you don't click on my face and uh, the whole like click on my face thing, like people, it's, <laughs> it's funny, right? Like, you and I were talking about, like, I like to use like awkward and obscure terms. <laughs> Remember, like, click on my face. Click <laughs> on my face. Click on my face. But that is, you can grow your account fast because you're bringing in the algorithm from three different experts. You can also say, Oh, Debbie was in episode 49. Make sure you check that out. The link's in my bio. Go to you know whateverpodcast.com and do that for each person as well. And that just brings more people to those episodes. You're going to get more followers from those people. They're like, Oh, I love Debbie's stuff. It sounds like they talked about something unique on this episode. I would love to listen to that. And boom, I'm going to follow Adam and click on the link in his bio because that's where the episode is. So there's a lot of ways we can kind of weave that web. But again, it's a little advanced, but I've done it with some pretty good success so far. I haven't dropped anybody off the feed and, and everyone has shown up. So that's a win.
0: And so if you're on multiple cameras, then you would say, so if you're on Instagram and you want to hear Marcus or whoever, click on my face. Yeah. And if you're on Facebook, just keep listening or like, or just well, okay. say no, because like, you got multiple.
1: Yeah. That's a good question. So when I do split screens, I only go on Instagram, one platform at a time, because then mm-hmm. the other people can't hear or see that person. So they just get frustrated and confused.
0: Oh, okay. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's only for Instagram, a little sprint with Instagram. Now you can market it on other platforms. Okay. I got to mention this too. And as yeah. of the time of this recording, You're brilliant. Instagram you. won't allow you to download a live video with other people in it. And I think it's a part of the privacy thing. So if Debbie and I go live, like when I go live by myself, the follow-up screen is, would you like to post this in your story? You always click yes there. But then it'll give you the option to download the video so that you can repost it somewhere else and repurpose it. It won't give you that option if you have another person that you split screened with and again, I think that's due to the mm-hmm. privacy issues and whatever. So if you want that video, you have to think about using like a screen recorder or something like that as it's going on and then you can edit from there that's that's an important tip because right now uh, Instagram's not letting you pull that off from the phone directly.
0: Is there a screen recorder on the phone that you'd recommend because I don't I only use like screen recorders for my computer.
1: Yeah. On most iPhones have a built-in screen recorder. And honestly, I didn't know that until like six months ago.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> so it's in the same place where you swipe up and like use your flashlight that's built in. It's in that same area and it's a screen huh. recorder. Yeah.
0: But yeah. that's that's a great tip. I'm going to use that a lot. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown <laughs> on so many levels. So do you save these to your highlights?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You always want to save, anytime you go live, always save it to your Instagram story for sure. And then you can put it in, mention it, what Debbie just said, the highlights, which are like the best of the best Instagram stories. So you can definitely create a highlight that's just you know live interviews or you can call it like three expert Thursday if you do one of those mini masterminds or something like that. But I would definitely save it in that highlights area
0: awesome. And do you have a few more minutes can we extend a little bit to talk about IGTV?
1: Oh yeah. For okay. Sure.
0: So I want to talk about that and can anyone get on IGTV?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. It's the newest, you know, child of Instagram. So, you know, when a platform like Facebook or Instagram comes out with something new, they throw a lot of juice that direction, right? The algorithm is really looking for people that are being active. So, You know, IGTV is a good place to be, especially if you've got more like video, like curated content, some, you know, little snippets or, or, you know, like highlights of your podcast interviews, things like that. I'd be tossing those on IGTV multiple times per week just to get content up there. And the neat thing about IGTV is that when you put up an IGTV video, it will say, Hey, would you like to put this up as an Instagram post? And you always say, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that way, it shares it as a regular post as well. So we hit two of the platforms. Now, if you want to get real buck wild crazy, you can do an Instagram Live if it's just you. Or you can do a screen recording if it's a split screen. Download that video so that we're, boom, we're on Instagram Live right there. That will be shared into your Instagram stories automatically. So that hits the, mm. the stories as well. You take that video and post it as an Instagram TV video. And that way you're in that nook of Instagram as well. And then that automatically posts it as a regular post as well. So if you want to cover all four at once, go live, download the video, and then just follow that process and you're going to hit uh, maximum exposure on that content. So if you've got like a freemium, you're doing a lot like, okay, so I've got this new mini course that, I, that I'm starting to promote. So I'll do a live and I'll run it through that, that process that it's on all the different areas of Instagram all at once. And people, you know, were fishing with a bigger net. Basically,
0: that's amazing. So, you can just blow my mind out. Of, okay, so how do you keep your feed looking good when you have all this stuff? Because I know a lot of us want our feeds to look nice. Do you put like a title screen on? The, like, what do you do to make it look good? Or do you just not worry about the branding piece?
1: I make sure that the stuff that I put up it doesn't look like amateur hour. But I'm not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, it does though, Debbie. <laughs> but. You know, I'm not one of those people that you're going to go to their page and be like, this is artistic. <laughs> you know, yeah. that can be like 12 pictures that all make one bigger picture. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And I, I always look at those and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. But I'm not that guy. I'm more about, you know, I'm not trying to impress people. Not saying yeah. there's anything wrong with that, but... You know that's not my brand. My brand is energy. It's connection. I'm yeah. going to dig in and get in the trenches with you. Whether you're a podcaster that's struggling or you're somebody struggling with you know weight loss and regain, like I'm going to dig in with you, and you're going to get full energy, full me, full authenticity, and that kind of shows up in my feed. It can be kind of random, and like you go through my Instagram story, you're going to see some pictures of my kids. You're going to see some pictures of me working out. You're going to see some videos where I'm promoting a podcast episode. And then I'll probably put up some poll about what TV show I like to watch. You know, so that's a little bit of everything. But again, I haven't had people say they like they unfollowed my account because I'm, I'm <laughs> everywhere. You know, and I'm sure there have been some, but I have more people who like I enjoy you opening yourself up. And just we get a peek behind the curtain at this, you know, this crazy guy that's going live <laughs> all the time and things like that. So awesome. I feel like sometimes people like it depends what your brand is. Like I'm helping a guy that's got a wedding business, and that's more of like an elegant brand. There's lots of wedding like dresses, like that needs a different branding level than me inspiring people to lose weight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
0: Totally. Okay. I gotcha. So with Instagram Live, do they see that in like where it says watch now or like is there a benefit to having it on Instagram Live versus is it more searchable? Or I mean, why do that just for more exposure?
1: Yeah, well, people will be notified that you're live, and okay. that's always nice.
0: I mean, sorry, Instagram TV. I'm mixing oh, Instagram up Instagram TV. Instagram TV. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah.
1: Well, Instagram TV. Well, okay, so that's the new baby, and they're pushing that out the algorithm more than posts and lives and stories right now. So. If you are doing Instagram TV, the likelihood that somebody that follows you will see that is greater than if you put it up an Instagram post. Okay. All right. So you want to kind of cover all your bases if you, you can. Now, the neat thing about Instagram TV, well, I don't know if it's neat, but it'll make people mad if they're YouTubers because all these YouTubers are like, I've got all this great content, but it's horizontal screen. You know, it's, it's the mm. rectangular screen and it doesn't look good. It looks tiny on on Instagram TV. So they are making you go vertical, like vertical phone, vertical screen, top to bottom, and that fills up the screen. So that's something where Instagram's trying to get unique content where people aren't just putting all their, their YouTube stuff and, and repurposing it to stick it over there on Instagram TV. So that's, that's one thing. But I kind of like it because I like holding my phone the regular way, you know, and, and just talking into it that way. I'm, I'm that kind of guy. So <laughs> I don't know if it's beneficial or not, but that's something that people need to be aware of too.
0: What's really good, it's a good to point that out. I was actually gonna mention it when I went on with Adam, when we were doing our split screen. I was like, Do I go horizontal? He's like, no, no, stay vertical. It'll <laughs> yeah. mess up your mess up your screen and make things go all wonky. But one of the things that I noticed when I was a guest is that yours, it looks like a square with your face. And then mine actually has the sides in, like so you see the middle strip. But when it goes live, it looks like it just actually looks like two squares. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. So, something else to note if you are a guest on someone else's thing, you may look different than them, but it ends up looking right in the end. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And it's a fun interaction. And you, Debbie, I've honed my interview skills on the live because
0: you're amazing. Yeah.
1: Well, I tell people that, like, you got to be connected to solid Wi Fi and you can't be outside. And that pretty much guarantees that they're going to be outside connected to, like, you know, some terrible internet server. And I did a 20 minute interview. I tried for 15, but it went long. And I probably heard and understood about 10 words every minute, you know? And and so I'm trying to guess at what they're saying. And I'm just like, just wow. just going for it. I'm like, yes, that's great. And, <laughs> and coming up with more questions. And then there's cut, cutting in, cutting out. And people are going, I can't understand what the guy's saying. Uh, how are you understanding Adam? And I'm just going with it, you know? I'm just rolling with it. So things like that happen. And, it's like building up some, you know, it's like when we lift weights, we break down the muscle tissue to, to build it up stronger again. That's, that's what Instagram live can be like sometimes.
0: Totally. When I learned about the airplane mode thing, do you have your phone on airplane mode or you can get a call that'll come in and interrupt it. Yes. And Adam sent me the great email before we went live, which had like, this is how you do it, which I thought was so great. It was like, these are the steps, this is what you're going to do. And then I'm on because, you know, if you've never gone live on Instagram, that's a great, you know, split screen. It's a great thing to know. Like, how do I yeah. even join you? right? Yeah.
1: If you want, Debbie, I'll, I'll send you those notes for the show notes. I'll, and, or That'd you can awesome. grab that and share it out. Feel free to share.
0: Okay. I can share your email? Yep. Share email from Adam. Okay. And so, <laughs> and I used a tripod, just so you know, guys, with a glyph, this little holder for the phone, because unlike Adam, who probably lifts weights a lot and his arms can just hold it for that long. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to have something else holding my phone or I'm going to be sweating here because you never know how long the interview is going to go. Exactly. So you guys have to follow Adam by the way if you want to learn all this stuff just watch what he's doing on Million Pound Mission because you can actually kind of see how deconstruct what he's doing by watching, watching him in action in his lives, if you want to talk about A Million Pen Mission. And Adam, can you share about your course that you got coming up? Because I think what you're doing is so awesome. And I feel like the stuff you shared today is so valuable for podcasters.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you guys are podcasters and you want to level up the Instagram skills, it's a course called Instagram for Podcasters. I'll give uh, Debbie the link to stick in the show notes. And it's basically, I shared several tips here. It's an 18 module course that walks you through how to maximize those four different areas of Instagram. And you know, it's stuff that you, you know, I get testimonials and people are saying these are things that I've never thought of before. Mm-hmm. So, so hopefully, you know, some of the things that you listen to me speak about say you're like, wow, I've never even thought of approaching, you know, the, the have you ever poll and doing this voice recorded, you know, messaging and all this stuff.
0: Mind uh, blown. Yeah, yeah so mind blown. Like
1: that. <laughs> I want to add value, you know, and, and give you something that you haven't learned before that are, you know, we cover the basics, but I want to go a little bit deeper and it's just for podcasters. It's like as a podcaster, how do we use Instagram to grow your show, to get more downloads, to get more opt-ins, to help you monetize. And those are things that we're all you know looking to do. So if you guys use the promo code Debbie, then the EPI, you're going to get hundred bucks off. So the link will be in the show notes and Devi will uh, be the the special promo code for you.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for offering that to our listeners. And yeah, D-E-V like victory. I go ahead and you get a hundred bucks off. So Adam, you're amazing. The amount of information that you've shared in this time that we've been together, I'm so excited now to go. (laughs) I can't wait to get on my Instagram live and, and start getting things rocking. So even if you're a veteran podcaster and you've been doing this for a long time, I know for me, my social media isn't where it needs to be at all because I've spent a lot of time on my podcast platform and so it's huge. It's huge to have all of that built out. And yeah, these are what do you call those? I don't know, optimizers, maximizers, accelerators, whatever that you want to call them that will totally grow your your Instagram really fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you just kind of a final point, I toss a lot of things your direction today. Don't try to implement all at once. Take Aww. one thing. No. <laughs> take one thing, implement and just let it kind of marinate for a second make notes. I use Evernote and I've got an idea bank folder and I will write every idea I get. And there's like millions of things in there. And I review that once a week and I say, okay, what what can I implement this week? I'll pluck one, uh, you know, berry off the tree of implementation each week and I'll mess with it a little bit. But as podcasters, we got a lot going on. A lot of us have, you know, other jobs and career things that we're doing or other podcasts and there's just a lot going on. I don't want you guys to feel so much pressure. Like I have to implement right now or die. Just, you know, maybe it's live casting. Maybe it's just getting some posting going. Maybe try the have you ever polls in your stories. Just try one thing, implement a little bit, get a little bit of traction with it, and then go deep with that and see where it takes you.
0: On that note, Adam, if you were to recommend kind of like if they're not doing anything, which strategy you think would be like the easiest or most impactful place to start for them? Yeah, most easy and most impactful place to start. What would you say out of all the strategies you've shared just to start with?
1: I would go live once a week and just start off just you. Maybe you talk about the episode. Maybe you talk about like, I like doing my live cast the day after my episode releases. That way my audience has time to to listen, you know, think of questions and they're ready to ask questions. And I've got a link that I can promo for the live cast. So I would go live there because the algorithm likes live. And then you can repurpose that content. Like I told you guys, you can, that'll go into your story. You can create a post out of that and Instagram TV very easily. And that way you've got all four covered with one point where you actually invest some time in.
0: Yeah, sounds awesome. So you guys, Adam, thank you so much for <laughs> being here today. Thank you so much for uh, your presence in my life. You've been a huge gift. I'm really excited that we are connected and I'm loving everything that has been created so far and to be continued. And I just love how you show up in the world and the stand that you are for people and their health and their well-being and their voice and their message and in their podcast. So uh, thank you for who you be in the world. It's pretty amazing.
1: Thank you, Debbie. And for those of you that have listened, if you've gotten anything out of this, please put a tip in the tip jar of podcasting, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, give it five stars, mention me and be like, oh, that was my favorite episode with Adam.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: But that helps us out so much, guys. So that if you got something out of this, that's one way you can repay our efforts.
0: Thank you, Adam, so much. I so appreciate you mentioning that too. If you are new or returning to the show and you've not yet subscribed, actually, let me ask you this, Adam, (laughs) where can they go to find you and tell them your show URL? Can you give them that?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can search Casting the Pod is my podcast about podcasting. That comes out once a week and that's everywhere you go to uh, listen to podcasts. And then Million Pound Mission comes out twice a week. And if you want to dive a little bit deeper on that, millionpoundmission.com is kind of the hub for all the fitness stuff.
0: Beautiful. And if you could leave the podcaster today with just one piece of advice on their journey of podcasting, what would it be?
1: I would say stop procrastinating. I know a lot of you are out there thinking about starting a podcast. You have a great idea. I talked to somebody that was, had delayed their show for two years because they didn't like the image that was going to go on iTunes. <laughs> that is podcastination at its <laughs> finest. So, you guys are in the right place. You are listening. Debbie is giving you great tips for launching and expert advice. And she has great coaching around this. Like, you are in the right place. You found the right person. Mm -hmm. It's time to get off your butt, stop procrastinating, and start implementing and get your message out there because you were meant to deliver that message. And it's doing nobody uh, no good if it's not out there. So, listen to what Debbie has to say and stop your (laughs) procrastination.
0: Thank you so much for that, Adam. And yes, for sure. No podcrastination. I love that word. Adam is the, the king of these words. You're going to find when you <laughs> listen to him and you follow him on Instagram, you're going to be like, oh my God, I love all this. This is yes. amazing. He always has these great like atomisms. we'll call them. <laughs> yes, yes. There we go. Thanks again so much for being on the show, Adam. I so
1: appreciate you. Thanks, Debbie.
0: And if you guys still to listener today, if you are new or returning to this show and have not yet subscribed, please subscribe to receive the latest episodes as they're released. And we so appreciate you spending this time with us today. And if you love what you heard today, as Adam said, we always love a great review too. Thanks so much for listening in. We'll see you next time on Podcasters on Purpose. have you been wanting to start your own podcast, but not been sure what type of equipment to use? Well, I got you covered. If you'd like to get our free podcast studio equipment recommendations guide, you can go to podcastingonpurpose.com. Thanks so much for joining in the conversation today. We will see you next time on Podcast on Purpose.